Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Women still only make up a fraction of federal law enforcement officials. The Justice Department's Office of Inspector General says it found women accounted for only 16% of criminal investigators in DOJ's law enforcement components. And the IG reports women hold fewer headquarters executive leadership positions than men. Women who took the survey at the FBI, DEA, and ATF said that they were more likely to be passed up for promotions than their male counterparts. Congressman Jerry Connolly wants an update on what the Office of Personnel Management is doing in response to its first publicly disclosed case of information illegally obtained through the agency's 2015 data breaches. The Justice Department has refused to disclose how many defendants in the case obtained personally identifiable information from OPM systems. Connolly's letters follow similar concerns from Senator Mark Warner. Warner and Connolly want to know whether OPM data breach victims are now at greater risk of identity fraud. Democratic leadership on the House Oversight and Government Reform and Education and Workforce Committees want the Education Department to release more information about its recent moves to end collective bargaining negotiations with union leaders. Congressman Elijah Cummings and Bobby Scott want the Education Department to withdraw the terms the agency imposed unilaterally in March after it and the American Federation of Government Employees couldn't come to an agreement on terms of bargaining negotiations. The Trump administration is pushing back against a Senate proposal to ban some Chinese electronics from the government's supply chain. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The White House says the Senate's defense authorization bill would intrude on the executive branch's role in managing export controls. The administration argues it needs flexibility to coerce companies like ZTE to stop behavior that's contrary to U.S. national security interests. In a statement of administration policy, officials said they had secured unprecedented agreements to oversee the company, despite the president's earlier decision to relax sanctions the Commerce Department imposed earlier this year. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A former NSA contractor accused of leaking classified documents to a news site last summer has accepted a deal with prosecutors and pleaded guilty in federal court. Reality Winner was charged with violating the Espionage Act by leaking documents describing Russian efforts to penetrate American election systems. Specifically, the story detailed a Russian military intelligence attempt to target more than 100 local election officials with phishing attacks. Her plea bargain calls for her to serve five years, three months in prison. The former director in the Secretary of Defense Communications Office has pleaded guilty to using her federal job to benefit herself and her husband's company. Kimberly S. Brewer violated conflict of interest rules as SDC's director of the Program Management Office at the same time her husband's company was a subcontractor on a $4.5 million contract. Documents charged Brewer advocated with her superiors on behalf of her husband's company. A high-level trade advisor is departing the Trump administration. More from Tom Temin. Everett Eisenstadt leaves next month for the private sector. He's a senior White House advisor on both the National Economic and National Security Councils. The departure was first reported by the Financial Times. Earlier, Eisenstadt was chief trade counsel on the Senate Finance Committee. The vacancy occurs as the administration expands a trade and tariffs imbroglio. Eisenstadt drew praise from White House Chief of Staff John Kelly. I'm Tom Temin. A former White House IT official has plans to make the Energy Department a top recruiter of cyber talent. The Trump administration recently tapped Karen Evans, a former Office of Management and Budget official under the George W. Bush administration, to serve as the head of a new agency cyber office. Energy Secretary Rick Perry stood up the new cyber office in February. House lawmakers want to give the Homeland Security Department's cyber center more work. Details from Jason Miller. 
The National Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Center at DHS already spends a lot of time focusing on information technology. Now House lawmakers want the NKIC to focus more on operational technology, including industrial control systems. Congressman Don Bacon's DHS Industrial Control Systems Capabilities Enhancement Act passes the House Monday night. The bill would require the NKIC to be able to identify, address, and share threats and vulnerabilities to products and technologies used in critical infrastructure processes. Currently, there is no companion legislation in the Senate. I'm Jason Miller. The Veterans Affairs Department estimates another $5.8 billion in project management costs for electronic health record modernization. That's on top of the 10-year $10 billion contract VA signed last month with Cerner Corporation. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. And follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.